Hi Pompey fans and welcome to the PO Forecast, the official podcast of Pompey News Now. Coming up later on, we've got the big game against Peterborough. I'm bloody excited, mate. I don't know about you. Oh, massively excited, mate. Massively excited. And we'll be going in and out of that game. <laughs> in and out. We'll be covering all what's going on in the Peterborough game in part three. But first, coming up in part one, we'll be reviewing the steady performance against Shrewsbury. Uh, if that's what you want to call it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll be chatting about the Reading fixture for the reserves. And then in part two, we'll coming up, we'll do match debate and we'll answer some questions that have been thrown at us, basically. Yep, that's right. From, All right. from one of our main guys. So uh, that'll be coming up shortly. All right. So part one, Shrewsbury, Matt. What are your thoughts? Well, I suppose there's a lot of arguments for the game. Um, I think, to be honest with you, I'm delighted that we fought back and we showed a bit of character. I don't think there was enough of that last season. Very, very concerned mm. about Burge, though. Not going to lie, mate. Yeah. Not going to lie. This isn't the first mistake. Would it have changed the game? Um, probably not. No. Really, to be honest with I'm, you. I'm not sure if we would have even had that push at the end to, to claw back and get the... Yeah. And get, get a penalty, maybe. Could have done, but it might have just been a case in which we... It, it petered out, basically. Yeah, I mean, they, they sat back, didn't they, and threw everyone behind the... the, the you know, behind the ball once they had got that goal, and you know, I think probably the the best thing for me to come out of it was that we managed to break that down and and get a point out of the game. So I'm happy with the character, definitely a hundred percent. Just really have some big concerns about the fact that if Jack gets injured this season, it's going to be Burge, and you know he's not impressed last season really for me. Certainly not impressed so far as well in, no. the, in the couple of appearances he's made. So no, what's that? He got man of the match in the Checker Trade Trophy. Well, well, you know, what what can you say about that? Really, <laughs> I think the main thing that I was thinking about coming from the Shrewsbury game is, you know, when we played with Cook, yes, and teams came and they just parked the bus at Fratton Park. Oh, yeah. They literally they sucked it up. They came back. They knew how we played. They dropped deep so we didn't have any space in behind. And I thought going into this game, it was a possibility that they would play like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've got to admit, I think they were definitely content with getting a point. I think especially the way their season's already gone. Yes, all right, they they had got a draw, I think, or two draws maybe. I think even three draws in total. Possibly, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something I'll look up. But I think, to be honest with you, you know... With Kirk, we, we had so many difficulties breaking teams down at the end of games when we needed something. All right, we've only had to do it, I think, once or twice this yeah. season, come from behind. Um, but it, it's a great show of character, um, and, and I'm really happy with the spirit show. And obviously, the penalty, as we were discussing before the show, mm. um, I'm, I'm pretty sure... It was a pen. I'm not. I don't think it's a penalty. And Nathan Thompson, mate, yeah, yeah, love him, right, yeah, but he goes down more often than Kyle Jenner. Yeah, normally, (laughs) normally with his two feet facing the other way. But I mean, he's. uh, I I mean, uh, all my argument before the show, everyone, what we were discussing was the fact that 
as far as I'm concerned, Thompson was in front of the defender. The ball had gone forward. Yeah, he might have gone down easy, but I think there was a little bit of tangle of the legs. I if, don't think. If anyone saw that in the front corner of the fratten end, or, or the corner of the law, north, north lower, lower, yeah, let us know because I can't see any contact. Matt thinks they're contact. Yeah, and I mean the the uh, lino, he, he flagged pretty quickly as well. So then again, the refereeing sort of like how much faith do you have in the linesman in League uh, One? I mean, there was so much going on, wasn't there, on the weekend? I think the ref. Yeah, I mean, it, I wasn't overly impressed with his performance, I'm not going to lie. Shrewsbury should have had a penalty. Yeah, they definitely should have had a penalty. Lee Brown was like the most like guilty face he's got on ever. Puts flailed his hands up in the air, sort yeah, of like, yeah. sort of shaggy, it wasn't me. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't great. Um, you know, I, I think, is it a sign, maybe, that we're getting a little bit more respect from referees now as well? You know, now, now we're one of the so-called bigger teams in the league. Are we getting things a little bit more our way? Some people will say definitely not, based well, on, on Saturday. I yeah. think there was a lot of decisions that went against us as well, to be honest with you. So that made it you know, quite a stressful game. And I think yeah, that's yeah. why there, were, there was so much going on. Do you think that we missed Ronan Curtis up front? 100% miss Ronan Curtis. I think we missed that flair, you know... We, we struggled to, to get out of our half a lot during that game. Shrewsbury really pushed on it and I think we needed someone that was going to just push up higher and press them in their half a little bit more and chase down loose balls and I don't think there was enough of that. I think he he also seems to lead by example up front and I think um, MCG was saying, yeah? Yeah. In goal, he was just saying that what's not just it's not just the defence and the goalkeeper that are to credit for all these um, sort of the clean sheets basically that we've got yeah. and actually it's the fact that we're pressing as a unit yeah. and we're pressing high and Curtis does that he, he presses when he hasn't got the ball he's yeah. chasing them down he's, he's chatting in their ear and stuff and I wonder if you lose that up top and that pressing do yeah. you does it maybe filter down the squad yeah or? I think it would I definitely think it would filter down the squad especially down that side if uh, Andre Green's not working back as hard as Ronan Curtis obviously that leaves Lee Brown slightly exposed as well mm. Leaves the midfield a little bit, you know, they have to drop in a little bit more. I don't think it gives players like Thompson that freedom with Curtis not being there. And I, I think it's only a temporary issue at the moment. I think that's something that Andre Green will start to do once he's he's gelling into the squad. You've got to remember, he's only made a brief appearance in the Czech Trade Trophy. Yeah. You know, and he, he got 45 minutes on the weekend, obviously. Wheeler looked a know, bit better coming on, I thought. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's exciting... You know he's full of full of it really at the moment. His confidence is high as well. Now yeah. he's getting some you know regular football more so than he was at QPR. Let's face it. Um, <laughs> you know, and and I think really it's probably a good step for Wheeler as well. You know he he came out of League Two yeah. or he he was in League Two with Exeter, came out of League Two into the Championship, which is a big maybe step. a bit of a step. Yeah, you know, yeah. so to come back down and get that balance of League One, I think it's going to do him the world of good, and I think it'll do us good as well. I think he's a great option, but I just don't think. Those players have have learned the the style of play that Jacket's trying to get with the the pressing and and the coming back and support. We've been unit. we've been spoiled a bit, haven't we? With Ronan Curtis, how he's just fitted in, he's he's you know just gelled into the team and he's had that flair and carried the squad. Hundred oh, percent. I think obviously he's coming back into the team and we'll talk about that in part three when we preview the Peterborough game. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, obviously, the the one thing I think that. Uh, most Pompey fans would accept, I'm certainly accepting it, is, you know, congratulations to him on the the Island Under-21 call-up. Yeah. Not only getting the call-up, but then obviously coming 
into the game, scoring a late equaliser. And I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, mate. But, I have seen it. Oh, what a finish that was! I mean, that was, and that's the assertiveness that you were talking about with you know Curtis. He, he just drives at players, and has can, them on the back foot. But you can see the confidence, right? I know that he. I actually was listening to an interview yeah. on the Pompey site, and he was saying about that game, and he said that. The manager, the, I don't know the name of the island, and the oh, 21's know, manager, yeah. but he basically said to Curtis, in the last 10 minutes, go up front, get yeah. that equaliser. And he had that faith to, to go to Ronan yeah. and go, right, you, mate, you're the, you're the player we need to, to you know get the equaliser. He pushed him up front from the left side. Yeah. And then Curtis was complaining that the pitch, apparently, was absolutely yeah, diabolical did, to I mean, play it on. It look great, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, literally, like, they turned up and like, were like, what, the, what is this? Yeah, I'm sure I mean, Albania trained on it. Well, they might well have, you know, it probably, probably in. You yeah, know. they probably left it there deliberately. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those get away games that you turn up and like a bit like Stanley when they had that sandy pitch. Yeah, yeah. They still right. got that. Is their pitch? They improved the stadium. I think they might have put some improvements in. I'm not too sure. That sort really. of sand, like beach volleyball. Like. I still don't think it's it's top notch. In all honesty, um, it's I not think, Fratton Park. Well, clearly not. You know, but there we go. What can you say? Yeah, no, so I, I think that's good. But he obviously looked quite frustrated that they got, and he was sort of like going, oh, it's a good it's a good point, you know, we're disappointed. But you could see it on his face. He was yeah, like, they wanted yeah. a win. But to get the call up to the, the main, you know, senior squad, squad, yeah. first of all, obviously he's come to Pompey and that's raised his profile. 100%, yeah, yeah. It's caught, caught the eye and, you know, he's got the call up. So congrats, Ronan. Yeah, and I mean, obviously the hard work pays off. So, you know, and, and you can only really sort of congratulate him for the amount of work he's put in it's a big step stepping over from Ireland it's an even bigger step to to come into such a, a league like League One and, and adjust that way and he's just impressed everybody so far this season so let's just hope having him back this weekend really brings uh, you know Pompey back to their best again and we, we'll start seeing some goals flying in again and a bit more attacking prowess we That's it. I want to see that celebration like at Bristol Rovers where he just runs over to the fans just yeah. pumps his fist jumps into the, the Pompey fans away Yeah. alright well Reading the reserve game you've got quite a big squad yeah. so it's quite important I think to follow the players that well in these reserve fixtures which actually mean a lot more than they maybe would have done in past seasons oh 100% and I, and I think the great thing we're getting this season is the, the young lads that have been out on loan they're coming back you know, for these games, so we're getting to see a lot more of them as well. They're getting more coverage, which is great. I'm, you know, I'm really interested in in how the young lads are, yeah, are coming the Smith, on. The leverages. That's yeah. it. Yeah, completely. And and to to get the them back for these games, you know, it, it it's encouraging because again, you know, I think Jacket, you know, openly came out and and said that he's really impressed with them so far. He went season. down and watched ninety minutes of the game. Apparently, he did. yeah, he did. Indeed, yeah. yeah. So that just shows how much he. You know, wants to to monitor the players in, in that yeah. sense, and players players we thought played well. Louis Dennis. Oh yeah, um, you know, obviously he scored the goal. Um, that's, showed, that's a good good start. That's it. Well, you think really it's not far off two and two for him. He, he scored yep. in the uh, Gosport games, didn't he? Did he score he in the Swindon? Yeah, did I, he score in the Swindon? I don't know if he scored in Swindon. No, I'm not 100 percent sure. But anyway, he's got a couple of goals for us. You know, obviously he's confident. I think um, jacket. He's two footed as well. He is two footed. I saw that when the ball came through, he took it down with his left foot. For anyone who hasn't seen it, yeah, just took it down his left foot, rolled it to his right foot, and then just put it in the bottom left hand corner. He seems really quite strong on the ball. Uh, He's quite a handful for defenders, is what I I really thought. 
as well as being skillful and you know physical mm-hmm. i do think it's something that maybe we haven't got in the squad apart from maybe curtis but in a different way yeah yeah i mean he's i'd say he's more that number 10 that we've yeah. been crying out for to either change a game or maybe slightly change the formation against a different style of team that you, you're going to need to break down. I mean, I think he's the sort of player that on Saturday when you're struggling to, to break down an 11 that sat behind the ball, there's the opportunity. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think he could actually be brought on in that just to change it up, add something different, different yeah. dynamics sort of That's thing. That's it. I mean, obviously it's something we're going to cover in part two um, about you know his position in the squad at the moment. Mm. So we, we will talk about that. I also saw Joe Mason apparently impressed um, Kenny, you know, extremely, um, you know, intense game for him by all accounts. Um, yeah. I think he needed that that 90 minutes. That, he needs that, that game run. time and run out. Oh, completely. And, you know, if Jacket's happy with him, then it's only another promising thing for Saturday. You know, it's another option if, if things aren't working the way they are. And we all know he's got the prowess to, to score goals. I think he's a top-notch striker. And that game midweek's only going to help him out a bit more. So, no, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play some sort of jazzy sound and then we'll move on to part two. Yeah, brilliant. Speak in a minute. Welcome back to part two of the PO forecast. And last week we thought we'd put it out there. We said, fire some questions over, tweet us. I'm going to plug us again, at PO forecast. And we were like, right, let's get some of the listener questions in here. And lo and behold, someone answered. One person answered. <laughs> well done. One person. <laughs> we were hoping for a little more, maybe two or three, but there's one hero who came through for us. Our good friend Greg. So yeah, shout out to Greg. Way. At Walks This Way. The main man, he's coming with a question. Matt, what is Greg's question we're going to talk about? Right, so Greg's question was, can Pompey match or beat Harry's record of nine games unbeaten at the start of the 2002-2003 game. All right. So, currently we're seven games unbeaten. We are seven games unbeaten. So, Greg, are you confident that we're going to beat Peterborough away and Wickham at home? Well, Greg's not here to answer the question. No, obviously we want another (laughs) shout-out, Greg, because you never told us, once you had put the question, your opinions on this. I think he wants us to answer the question. Well, obviously, you know, we can can answer the question. My opinion is, I think, definitely 100%. I think we're going to get three points at home to Wickham. I really don't think they're going to be, you know... Anywhere near as strong as they were when we used to have to face them in League Two. They're quite strong though because they've got Akin Fenwar in front of them. They. I don't know if he's still going. He is. is he? Blimey! I yeah. thought he'd, I thought he'd gone like somewhere else. But if he's still there, then fair I'm enough. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's their main outlet up front, isn't he? Yeah. The beast himself. The beast himself. I think I. I mean, I actually saw us play away at Wickham yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, me and well, yeah. me and you, and then I think you went. I went again away went to again, Wickham, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Akin Fenwar looks so poor against us. Yeah, he literally yeah. looks so poor. Matt Clark is going to absolutely have him made for breakfast. Yeah, because he's got that strength and stuff. But our centre backs are pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really not worried about Wickham any form shape. I think obviously the big talking point of the season so far is going to be this weekend. Can we go up there and get anything? I'm pretty. And I'm just, I'm, I am touching wood as I say this, Wahey. Yeah. Um, we are going to get either a point or a sneaky win on Saturday. 
I'm, it, I, I'm, I'm really, obviously, I, I'm really sort of nervous in the fact that it's our toughest game of the season so far. But at the same time, I really think that we can at least steal a point from there. So yes, in answer to your question, Greg, I think we're going to smash Harry's record out the park. And Matt's, Matt's willing to make a, a little bet with you, Greg, if you're happy to accept it. And the bet is, I reckon, we'll go along the lines of if Pompey don't equal or break the record, yeah? Yeah. Then Matt is going to buy you your very own Pompey alarm clock. I am, yes. 100%. <laughs> I will lay that with you now, Greg. <laughs> Virtual handshake over the PO forecast. Yeah, yeah. He's also willing to ship it to Germany. I am, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. 100%. All right, Greg. I, I'm a man of my word, so, Greg, if Pompey don't smash the, the record, when, when I say smash, let's just say we'll, we'll get 10, all right? I will not buy you. No, if we don't, if we don't do that, I'll buy you an alarm clock. Pompey-themed alarm Pompey clock? Pompey-themed alarm clock. That's the kind of prizes you get for like sending it. Yeah, so if that's not an incentive to the rest of you to get a question over, then I don't know what is. But that's it. calm it down a little bit, though, because I really, you know, you know me, Bunce, constantly skint, so trying to get out <laughs> plenty of alarm, Pompey-themed alarm clocks Matt's to everyone. Matt's going to be scrapping, trying to sell stuff on eBay to fund that. I will, yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to just try and broker a deal with a club and see if I can get some, like... League Two ones or Ch League Two champion ones or something. Work in the burger van for a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wash up in the victory lounge, you know. All right. And um, yeah, so uh, anyone listening to this who's obviously, if you are listening, you're probably a pretty dedicated Pompey fan to listen to us two ramble on. So if you, you know, do listen to this, what you guys should do as well is definitely give uh, the PO4 mag, give them a follow at PO4 mag. The guys are producing some, well, what looks like to be a pretty damn good magazine over there man oh 100% yeah definitely so um, yeah definitely give them a follow um, the, the guys there you've got, um, you've got Taylor you've got Ellis friend of the show who also helped us do the artwork so cheers for, cheers for that Ellis and uh, yeah give them a follow they're, they're the, at the moment they're looking for any content you know we're talking not, not just sort of match review stuff but we're looking for sort of culture you know illustrators writers you want to write about anything like I don't know totter off boots or Anything random, just something grabbing. And they really want to create a magazine which is going to be, well, good to read and apparently sort of you want on your coffee table. So nothing just boring, just something exciting. And if you've got any, anything you want to submit, you know, check them out and uh, fire them a tweet at PO4Mag. I mean, I'm going to say right now, I'm 100% I'm going to be reading this. And, and hopefully, guys, we can uh, give you some help at any point if you need it. Obviously, you know, we're, we're always up for, for doing a bit of writing, aren't we, Bunch? Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, shout those guys up. All right, Matt, do you know what time it is? I do know what time it is. It's time for Matt's Debate. That's right, Pompey fans, it's time for Matt's Debate. And today we will be talking about... Matt, fire the question up. So today's debate is about whether the players that aren't making the squad at the moment should be allowed to go out on loan in January. And at what level does everybody think that... Let, let's just say we're going to discuss three individuals in this part. So my, my debate is Danny Rose. Yep. Louis Dennis. And obviously the big one this week that has sent Twitter overboard is obviously Adam May turning down the loan move to Haven and Waterlooville. Yeah, so Matt, let's start off. We've got a bigger squad, haven't we? We have got we've a had. much bigger squad. And I think 
you could probably say now there's every position covered. Yeah, I think we've. I think Kenny Jackett's done a great job. He's assembled a squad in which there's at least two players, I think, to cover every position. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you need that squad depth over the season. So you can't just be going, all right, if you're not making the starting 11, then you need to be, you know, sent out on loan. But young players who are still developing need yeah. to play games. And I'm not really sure if reserve fixtures here and there is enough for them to develop. Definitely not. I mean, Louis Dennis, he he was at Bromley. He was playing in the National League. He was full of confidence, had a really good season with Bromley. Obviously, they got to the, the cup final at Wembley as well as at the FA Vars or FA Trophy. Yeah. You know, he's full of confidence and, and we've taken him on. Obviously, that's going to give him more confidence initially. And now he's playing reserve games. Yeah, he's got a pro contract and he's come here for, the, for that reason. You know, he wants to play for Pompey and, and have his chance. But I don't see why... If we're not going to include him in the match day squad, so if he's not going to be on the bench, bench yeah. and I don't just mean like occasionally not on the bench, like consistently not, not in the match day squad, yeah. those sort of players I feel need to go on a short term loan. 100%. The question is, what level do, does each individual go? Did Adam May turn down going out on loan to the Hawks because he thought it was a step down for him? If he did, then sorry, Adam, but. You know, more for you, really. I think it would have been a great opportunity for him. I think it's a good level for him. It's competitive, especially think, now with, with the, the teams that have gone into the National League. I mean, you've got Barnet in there at the moment. You've got Leighton Orient. Teams mm-hmm. that have been up in the Football League. So there isn't, there's no shame. And obviously, the National League's a lot more competitive than it used to be. Yeah, definitely. So I, I think, you know, what, what did he want? Where, where did he want to go and what level? Would love to hear everyone's opinions. I mean... I think Adam May could have made the step up to League Two. I think he could. I was about to say that. Do you think, because I think that if a League Two club, if they said, all right, we're going to send you out on loan to, I was going to say Lincoln, just because my boss supports them, but I was thinking of someone who's a bit, maybe not quite as developed as Lincoln and, you know, top uh, top of the league. I mean, let's throw Exeter out there, you know, a team that play well or someone worse, you think? Struggling a bit more, need need a player? Sort of mid table. I mean, if you look at it, say, come January this year and, and the season's sort of carrying on, maybe someone like Notts County would be yeah, a really... Yeah, I think they're really, rock bottom. They league, are rock bottom. But they're a yeah. good club, good facilities. They're a good club. They were expected to push for promotion this year, but obviously mm-hmm. that's not worked out. And I don't think with their appointment of Harry Kiel that that is going to work out at the end of the season. So I think that would be a good move for someone like Adam May. In particular as well, I think Danny Rose would fit in well at someone like Notts County. But obviously... I appreciate that's a substantial drop for a player of Danny Rose's quality. I don't. I think this is the difference here. Yeah, Adam May is clearly still developing his play. Yeah, he's still developing into the footballer who can then, you know, when, I'm not saying we should send him out on loan because he's not good enough. I'm saying he needs to work on his work on things and come back to the team. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think he's got. I think he looks better than he did last season. I thought I liked him at Bogner when I was there. You know, my cheesy chips. Yeah, your cheesy chips. Yeah, <laughs> and. Yeah. I thought he looked good. I think he has got the ability to develop. He needs to play week in, week out. I think League Two would be ideal. But if you can't get a League Two club to take him on loan, I think you just got to go out for a few months, play regular games. The Hawks, you know, in the conference now. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think it would have been a great move for for May. I really do. I think I, I just can't understand why. One thing I wasn't too happy about, and this is just me speaking personally, and I'm not really sure... 
and obviously this is a talking point, we're discussing it on this podcast now, but the, the article in the news, and it basically just quoted, right, what Pompey fan fans thought of Adam May not going out to, yeah. not going out on loan. I feel like he's had quite a lot of stick from Pompey fans generally, and I'm just a little bit worried that having a newspaper article out there with fans pretty much, some of them were saying that he's not good enough, yeah. why is he here sort of thing, yeah. it's not going to do his confidence any good. Of course it's not. Um, you know, and I think, in a way, I, I appreciate the fact that he said that he wants to stay and fight. I mean, that that's a great commitment to the club and that's the sort of players we yeah. need around. But he's not going to develop into a better player if he's not playing, you know, first team regular football that's competitive. No, I agree. And he's not he's not going to do that unless he goes out on loan. And I just think that was such a, you know, a silly move for him. I I, I I'm completely praising, you know, his commitment to the club. Yeah, I think same. that is fantastic. Round of applause on that one. Hey. You know, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I just think players like. Danny Rose, it would, as you said, it would never be a case that he would go out on loan because he's not good enough to play for us. He's just been out for a long period of time, and he's. I think he's just lacking that that last match fitness, maybe. Yeah, that last bit of match fitness just to push him over the line. I think then he'll be a great squad player, and I think you'll see a lot more of him, you know, throughout the season. Yeah, I agree. He he has looked a little bit, just not quite his sharp self. Yeah, hundred percent, and I, and you know. I, I mean, we know that he he missed out on a, a loan move to Crawley right on on deadline day. Um, we don't know why. I don't know why. Andrew really, Moon speculated money might have been the reason why. Yeah, and I mean, would Crawley be a, a good move? I live in Crawley. I go and see Crawley because it's you know a bit of Saturday afternoon park football here and there. So I I get myself up there now and again. I don't think it would be a great move for Danny Rose. I, I mean, yeah, it, w- it would be great for match fitness, but confidence... I think the team actually picked the squad against Lincoln the other day. They did, yeah, because yeah. they had no manager. I mean, he he starts this weekend, yeah. I believe. Um, it would be seen as a step down, because, just because I know if you went and played for a well-supported team in League 2... I know it doesn't make that much difference, but a team with better training facilities, you know, a better yeah. sported team, you might feel like you're getting more back in the flow. Yeah. When you go away, I think Crawley took 65 people away to Lincoln. Uh, yeah, 65 or 62 people to Lincoln, something ridiculous. I mean, when you like win that. away at the league leaders and you go over to basically celebrate with less people you have in the pub that you might go to the game before. Yeah, well, probably in, in, in the, you know, the training, uh, in the changing rooms after the game, I should think yeah. it's probably more. Yeah, with including trainers and coaches, coaches and physios and doctors. Or maybe not Crawley. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah but anyway, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think the young players need to go out. Dennis needs to go out. May needs to go out. Rose, do you know what? Maybe, but at the same time, he is the player he is and yeah. he just needs to he, he's not going to change that drastically he just needs a bit of match fitness yeah. and maybe playing in the reserves will get him match fitness whilst the other guys need to go out get confidence and yeah. and find out who they are really 100% and I, I think I'm confident enough that it will be done in January definitely with May definitely with Dennis I think 100% those two are going to be going out on loan can they go on short term loans now? I don't actually 100% know the, the score on that. No, moment, I'm not really. sure either. Um, I'd hate to say, yeah, but... There must have been actually deal, because maybe just turned down yeah, a, 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 a Hawks Possibly, offer. yeah. I, I don't know if that just stands for the National League, though. I'm not too sure, but mm-hmm. point aside, love to hear everyone's thoughts 
if you if you want to get in a question, maybe we can. It'd be something to talk about a bit more next week instead of our one question. That's it. Although get- Greg, I'm not saying that we don't appreciate because Greg, don't. we appreciate you and your question. But yeah, anyone else, shout us up at PO Forecast, tweet us, and let us know if you've got any questions you want us to chat about next <laughs> next week. All right. So is that it, part two? Yeah, yeah. That's the end of part two, and we'll right. be playing a little classy jingle, and then that's we'll it. be back for part three, where we're going to be. Covering the big talking point of this It's time week. for the Peterborough preview. Yeah, so get excited everyone and uh, we'll have a discussion shortly. Stay tuned, Fonvi fans. Welcome back to the BO Forecast Part 3. In the interval, Matt has literally just spent the whole time trumbling through the internet trying to find the price of the alarm clock. <laughs> and I've got to say, Greg, I'm really sorry, mate, but this could be like an absolute mission, mate. The only alarm clock I could find for you is not only unavailable on Amazon, but it's yeah. probably pretty dated, mate. I mean, it had the gold star and, and moon, so, you know, it must be pretty old, I think, to be honest with you. So... I'm coming up with a compromise for you right now. And you need to tweet me to let me know what it is you want. Only if I lose the bet. It can be a toss-up between a Pompey wall clock. How cool is that? Yeah. Girls will be impressed when you get home. It's a bedroom. bedroom It's a bedroom wall clock, yeah. So, you know, wake up to to the Pompey crest every morning. Love that. Or you can have a cheeky little Pompey, like, plaque slash road sign outside it's metal it says po4 on it little pompey badge you know stick that up i'm sure the the locals in hamburg will love that yes so, <laughs> so let man know basically. let me know tweet me up i love it because uh obviously i'm gonna have to to make sure that i uh, go to the post office and ship it to only if you lose matt Jeff. and you're confident really aren't you, you didn't i just... am 100 percent confident <laughs> tell you what Put it out there now. Invincible, Bunts. Invincibles this season. Invincibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, talking about Invincibles, it is the Pompey versus Peterborough preview. Uh, both teams undefeated so far, as everyone listening will know in the league. Peterborough obviously are leading us by two points currently in first place. But if Pompey can get a win at, well, I'm going to say London Road, because that's what I call their stadium, yeah. then we will go top of the league. Matt. Whoa. Peterborough it's a big game it's a huge game absolutely huge game obviously we were discussing in the the break there um they've scored 19 goals this season they've conceded seven although we did see that uh based on chances given up or opportunities given up they are based on xg stats so expected goal stats they actually would be in the bottom four on chances given away so you can look at the, at the stats and say Peterborough might have been winning and they're, they're taking their chances, but they're not actually, they're creating, they're not actually creating that many chances to score. And they're also, you know, letting other sides create a lot of chances to win yeah. or to score goals anyway. So I just think that maybe their place in the table is a little inflated than where, you know, that's what the stats are saying. Yeah, I mean, you could argue, have they had a, a stern test so far this season? You know, I think probably their biggest two tests so far is probably Donny at home and uh, Southend away last week, <clears throat> which obviously they pulled through and, and dug out, you know, a win and got the, the three points late on. Um, I mean, you were saying, Hugh, about the, the chances given up, but obviously the chances that they're, they're getting, they are taking. They um, are, yeah. And 
it just sort of reflects in, in their top goal scorers so far this season. So, obviously, they brought in Jason Cummins on loan from Forest uh, at the start of the season. He's notched seven already this season. And the second joint top scorer is Matt Godden, who they signed from Stevenage. I don't know if anyone will remember him. He's already put in six so far this season. So they look that that sounds lethal, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it's a it's a really <laughs> strong strike force for them, and I think we we've got to be on our toes on Saturday to to sort of keep those two quiet and and, and put them out of the game. I think the moment you do that, I'm not saying you you take away a full amount of danger, but the the other sort of Back up to that, I think, is Ivan Tony, which, yeah. you know, he, he did score against us last season, I think, for Wigan, up at Wigan's place. Um, and then he went on to Scunthorpe and, and had a reasonable right, season. Yeah. So, obviously, he is a danger man as well. But I think the, the two to keep quiet are obviously the two we've just discussed. And I think that's going to be a huge part of the game on Saturday. We'll talk about danger men, though, because we've obviously got our own danger men up front. Peterborough are giving up a lot of chances to other teams who maybe aren't taking them as well as as well as we we have. You know, our defence yeah. obviously is looking good. It's the best attack versus the best defence in the league. That's it, yeah. But that doesn't really credit our strikers and how I think we can take the chances maybe that other teams haven't. And especially yeah. with with Ronan Curtis coming back into the team. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're, we're bigging up Jason Cummins and Matt Godden here. But I mean, you, you've also got to look at our threat. As you said, you've got Ronan Curtis, Jamal Lowe. You know, Brett Pittman, Mason's around if we need him. Hawkins. Hawkins, you know, he's been a huge part so far this season. Yes, all right, we, as we've discussed in previous episodes, he may not uh, have scored, but, you know, he's been pivotal in the, in all the goals. And I think, you know, that's another thing for, for Peterborough to have to worry about. So, in, in general, I, it's just such an interesting matchup. And I'm, yeah. I'm genuinely struggling to call this one. No, I'm buzzing for him, Matt. And Peterborough have scored a lot of their goals this season from set plays. They from have. corners, from free yeah. kicks. So, if we can if we can defend those well, yeah. okay, if we can you know clear our headers, we can clear the box, so we're not leaving them second rebounds, those sort of chances, yeah. they're going to find it quite difficult to score against us. Um, I heard Matt Clark talking on Express FM with James Robbins earlier on today, and he was saying about the fact that Peterborough give up a lot of chances and don't create that many chances himself. So they know, they know how Peterborough play. They've obviously studied it. And I think that, Clark and Co. Should we say at the back? Yeah. You know, are a good match for them, and I'm confident going into the game. Are we? Are we good at defending set pieces? I'm just trying to think. How many? I can't think. We haven't given up any goals this season, have we? From set pieces? No. 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 I don't think we have. Um, which obviously. It says a lot, and again, it's it's another positive with Ollie Hawkins if he's playing. You know, it's it's another great advantage at the back for for set pieces for corners. Um, so in, in general, I, I think this is what makes it such an exciting matchup. I think because again, we are only seven games into the season as well. It's very much unknown. Yes, the tables are reflecting that we're both unbeaten. You know, we're not giving up many goals. They're scoring a lot, but they are giving up a lot of chances. So, I mean, what what's your opinion on this, Hugh? I, I, I'm right. saying that I feel like there's there's a draw on the cards here. If if you want to ask me, I think we can get a win. I'm gonna go. I mean, maybe it sounds a bit optimistic, but I, I'm looking at looking at how we play and how Peterborough play. I don't think they're going to be in the automatic promotion spots coming into the season. I'll put that out there. Yep. I'm sure that's one of those things that might get replayed later on by you, mate, if they are. Yeah, I think it definitely will be pulled back up again. Here's, yeah. here's the thing as well. I don't think I don't like their 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 coaching team. 
No, I mean, no? I think Evans. You've got to, you. You have got to give Steve Evans credit. I mean, he has done well where he, you know, where he has been to. Obviously, we all know what he did at Crawley. You know, he brought them out of the football league into into the yeah, league. Yeah, but one. I just, I just think that the way Peterborough set up and the way they're playing isn't sustainable. I think he knows that, and I think he's he doesn't want his players to be feeling the pressure. So he's trying to push it all the pressure all on us. You know, he spent this yeah. whole time. He's doing that. If anyone here's ever played football manager and. You know, I spent many a dark day sat in my bedroom back in the day playing that game. Me and you just sat yeah. on laptops for ages playing it. Creative monster. You know, <laughs> you know when you, yeah, you know when you, you get this opportunity before the game to have a little press conference, and you can either be confident and big your players up, or you can be sort of like you can try and reverse psychology it and sort of like put it out there that they're the better team and yeah. and that kind of thing. And that's exactly what he's been doing in the media. He's been trying to put it on that. Oh, you know, we're a Premier League caliber team and. I it's going to be tough and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe he's looking at it a little bit like Shrewsbury did last week. You know, they, they very much kept stating that they run dogs in the game, you know, and I think we need to be a little bit switched on with comments being made like this before the game. I think we we shouldn't really be taking them lightly. You've said that you don't think they have been automatic. I do agree with you. I don't think they will. I definitely think they're good enough and have been for a couple of seasons. I think they've just let themselves down to to be in the playoff mix. Yeah, they'll be. I reckon they'll be around the playoffs, but I, I just don't see them finishing in the top two with the likes of of Sunderland, Barnsley, ourselves, and others around. I think no, they're better yeah. teams than Peterborough. Talking about how you prepare for a game, yeah, the mental side of it. And I thought, you know, Matt Clark came across particularly professional in this interview uh, today on Express FM. Peterborough have taken a different idea. They're players, haven't they? Yeah, they um, have. And you, you try and people say, you know, I'm keeping my feet on the ground. You know, I'm not letting things get to me. Jason Cummings, he's uh, taken a different, a different oh, approach. This is genius. League, I mean... League One, League One Player of the Month. I would say unjustly against Ronan Curtis since he scored what three penalties to make his six goals. Yeah, I think he has. Yep. Yeah. Uh, whilst obviously Curtis has scored five in open play. He's had a bit of a tough time, isn't he, Matt Cummins? And uh, how's he preparing to face Pompey? Well, I, I'm sure uh, those that tune into Sky Sports News, like I often do, um, might have seen the video that was posted on Twitter. Or if you've been following Jason Cummins or Peterborough at all, I'm sure it's been popped up on there. So this week he decided that he was going to trash his flat, which was filmed by obviously one of his trusty friends or, or teammates. Um <laughs> And, and basically, Peterborough have openly come out about this situation. They've stated that they're going to punish him internally. I don't know if there's going to be any external punishment from, from anybody such as criminal damage, but it really wouldn't surprise me. It's his own me. flat, isn't it? He can't, get, he can't get done for criminal damage in his own well, place. it depends if he's renting, you know. I suppose if he lived with his... I think he broke up with his girlfriend, didn't he? It was obviously this is, this is what Steve Evans came out and, and said that he was going to fully back him as anybody that, you know, loses their girlfriend... Um, you know, would would naturally have a reaction like that. Uh, it depends on the girlfriend, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it depends. Yeah. But I think the thing is, though, is that he's obviously not in the, the complete right frame of mind to prepare for this game. So that sort of mental edge, those small things in football make a big difference. And yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to hear anyone being sad and, and smashing up their own place. But if they're going to do that, then, you know, they might as well do it before we play them. I mean, I think it's something... That it, we can definitely take a, a positive out of, or I'm certainly going to take a positive out of it. As you said, I mean, is he in the right frame of mind? Is it worth, you know, 
putting in a, a few cheeky strong tackles. Nathan to, Thompson, uh, we're looking at you, mate. Yeah, we are. We're calling on you for this one. Uh, if if you rough him up a bit, give, yeah, give him, you know, wind him up. Is is he in that state of mind at the moment where you can just instantly? You don't have to to man mark him or or really sit tight on him. All you have to do is just wind him up, and it, it'll mm-hmm. take him out the game, and and they've already lost it. Then we've just got the you know, obviously the other two that we've discussed um, during the stats, you know, Tony and Godden. But I think, you know, you take a player like Cummins out of the game. He, he's, you know, previously he was at Hibs. He had a, a fantastic time there. Was banging the goals in. Got his dream move to Rangers. Didn't quite work out for him there. You know, he's gone to Forest and they've shipped him straight out on loan to Peterborough. So he's got talent though, isn't he? He has got talent. Yeah, and, and he's got that ability. And I think we need to. So no matter what, keep on top of him, you know, make sure that he doesn't get a comfortable game and and that we're not going to give them any opportunities from the, from the spot either. And it's, it's going to be a rowdy game because I, I know that they've, uh, Peterborough have called to, again, they sort of credited the Pompey fans and how good we are and we've taken over 2,000 over there. Yeah, I mean, is, Gareth Edwards called out and actually asked them to, to make some noise to make it a bit like Fratton Park. So Steve Evans, you mean? Uh, no, no, Gareth Evans put out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, for that, us, yeah? yeah make it, make that, it a home make fixture. Make it like a home fixture, but obviously... I don't think Peter are going to do that. I mean, they can get fifteen thousand, I think, in their stadium, can't they? I'm really not sure about it. To be honest, they with don't you. obviously don't get know, that, but, but they can do. I think. You know, we 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 saw it. We were at the game last season, weren't we? At the we end were. Of the season, yeah, and we two were next nil, wasn't to the it? Pe- yeah, it was. Yeah, and we were we were next to the Peterborough fans, and they didn't really overly impress me. To be honest with you, and they and were poor. The they? moment we got the first goal, they were silent for the rest of the game. So I think. That'll be a big moment on Saturday if we yeah. can get ahead and, and keep the fans quiet, get on top of their players, you know, and make it a difficult game for them. They they won't like that. And I and I definitely think we've got the capability to make it a mucky game for them and not let them get into their flow. No, I agree. And I think I think this might be a game where we see um, ben Thompson as well. I'd like to see Hopefully. him. I'd like to see him get on the ball and, yeah. and maybe take a bit of control if possible. Obviously, uh, I think if we can get that midfield battle right. Yeah. They're going to give away chances and we can capitalise on those. Matt, who's your player to watch for the game? Do you know what? I haven't overly put much thought into... To, That's I a think, good start. Yeah, completely. But I, if you're going to put that question now, uh, I think the player for us is obviously, in my eyes, going to be Ronan Curtis. I think we really did show last weekend that we missed him. And I think there'll be a big change in the way that we play with him coming back into the team. Full of confidence as well. I mean, let's face it, he's he's just scored for the under-21s and then he's got, you know, a call-up to the senior squad. Okay, he didn't, you know, make an appearance for the senior squad, but just to be in that environment. Yeah. Amazing. I think he's going to be full of, you know, full of confidence and I think he's going to be a massive player for us on the weekend. Come back and reclaim his position, basically. That's it, yeah. yeah. And and show people like Jason Cummins that it should actually be him that's uh, player of the month. So, although <laughs> yeah. let, let's not smash up any, you know... Yeah, maybe that maybe then. that's a cursed position anyway. Maybe yeah. Let's not worry about that. I think I'm going to go out there on a limb and say my player to watch is going to be Christian Burgess. Okay. Obviously, Jack is out, still injured, hopefully returning. Jack we'll go- or Jack? Jack, Jack, yeah. what more? That's the one, <laughs> what yeah, more? yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know if Kenny can play at the back very well there. Maybe. I bet he could. Yeah, but anyway, so Christian Burgess, obviously he made that howling, howler of a header yeah. in the last game, which I just thought, 
I, it was it was one of those park football things that you think, oh no, uh, you know when we used to play together yeah. at the back. In fact, I've never made a header like that. I'll be honest. It was I it was really it was it was bad. But he's playing against his old club. He's played against Peterborough. He knows you know knows it. And it's, this is going to be quite pivotal for us in the season, in my opinion, because we don't know how many games Jack is actually going to be able to play. And if and if Watmore is out for half the games. He yeah. could be. Yeah, he yeah, could be I out for only a third of the games. Yeah, I know. Um, Kenny Jacket was saying that they set a target for how many games you should play this season. Yeah, didn't let us know how many, obviously, but they're not expecting him to play every season, every game of this season. Yeah. So it's quite pivotal that Burge comes back in and bounces back from that performance. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot to prove. He, he had a poor season last season. I think everyone will, will agree with that. You know, he didn't stand out hugely last season. Yeah, I agree. And then, you know, he's, he's had a, a bad start to this year. So I, I think he has got a lot to prove, mate. And I think you're right in picking him as your player to watch. Mm, I think. Dangerous team up front. He yeah. need, he's got something to prove. And I think this will be, a, it actually could be, if we if he gives up a few chances and fluffs it, should we say, it might be quite difficult because we're going to feel that that rock solid defence we have isn't yeah. that rock solid. And next we've got what more playing in it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I, I, obviously that was, again, something last season, you know, Burge went out, what more came back into the squad and, you know, we went on a, a real unbeaten run, you know, and we and we were playing really good football and really positive. So Burge does need to step up. He's got the ability. I think, I feel like he's got the ability to do it as well. It's just that yeah. little, apart from that mistake, he, he looks solid enough, I think. Yeah, so I mean, he, he does make some some crazy decision should we say during a game sometimes especially when he tries to bring the ball out I don't think he does it anywhere near as well as Clark and I am always a little bit concerned when he no, does but Clark that. is like an absolute class footballer like, oh, yeah, in the fact yeah. that when he, he when he dribbles he looks like a midfielder yeah. doesn't he yeah of course he does but I just think I know what more of them doing well. it you know what more steadies that at the back he doesn't doesn't make these sort of decisions like Burge does Burge will try and turn on the ball quite often yeah yeah um, and you can't do that against keep it simple keep, keep it simple, simple. And, that, and that would be my advice to him this weekend yeah so obviously as we we've discussed no Jack this weekend so I think we can swiftly move on to the injury news for yeah. this weekend alright so Matt we've got injury news we've got Anton Walks who is still out and along with Jack he is expected to to miss the visit is he going to miss he's going to miss this game isn't he's he he's going to miss this game um, supposedly um, they're going to be back for the Wickham home okay. game um, okay. so that's when Anton Walks and Jack Watmore expected to be back. So, so obviously Watmore is imperative in that sense, isn't it? He's he's needed Huge really, team. depending on how Burge plays. Walks, I don't know if he's going to walk back into the team. Oh dear, here we go again. <laughs> Had to get that one in, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know if he's going to get back in the team straight away, but it's good to have him back when he is when he is back. Uh, Andre Green apparently suffered a knee injury last week versus Shrewsbury, so he won't be available. And uh, Matt has been pretty upset <laughs> most of the week. Um, I didn't want to tell him this. He, he didn't actually spot the news. So I've been kept keeping it shush. But Matt, just to let you know now, Dion Donahue is also suffering from a tight hamstring injured suffered against in the reserve game against Reading. So Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guided, mate. I'm not going to lie. I mean tight hamstring it's just not long enough really I mean something something a little bit more sort of time consuming would probably be better in my eyes with Dion like sorry, a metatarsal Dion, yeah, Dion I, I, if you're listening mate I'm genuinely he's sorry he's probably not he, listening Matt so it's alright I don't know you, you know I mean we, we might get a, a, a more 
sort of listener questions this week and, and Dion might jump in. <laughs> Dion Donahue. Dion, there's an opportunity to win a Pompey alarm clock, or actually a wall clock or a Don't, give, so, don't give out any more bets, Matt. Yeah, well, Dion Donahue, <laughs> I'll, I'll set that one up for him. What, Dion Donahue? Dion Donahue, I will. What, I will. You will if what? What, what do you want Dion Donahue to do in order to get your Preferably Pompey? stay out all season. <laughs> <laughs> John Donahue, if you don't play all season, Matt's willing to present you at the end of the season with a Pompey alarm clock. And last game, last home game of the season, I will step on the pitch and present you with an alarm clock, Dion. That's it. The security's going to wave him through <laughs> with our lack of media passes. <laughs> oh, mate. All right, well, we'll just finish with a score. Matt, score on Saturday. Pompey Peter, bro. What's your score? I'm, I'm sticking with the 1-1. 1-1. 1-1, yeah. yeah. All right. 3-1 Pompey. That's that's confident. Three like one. Yep. I think they're shipping. They're, they're ready to ship goals. I think they could get one themselves. I think three one. I think we're going to go two one up, and then we're going to lay the game to rest. And I reckon goal scored is going to be Ronan Curtis. Okay. I'll do, do you know what? I think Jamal Lowe is going to score as well. Okay. It's a bit of an obvious bet, yeah? Yep. And then, obviously, we could go with Gareth Evans. He looks sharp. He did against Shrewsbury again, and he, he has been all season, mm-hmm. so, yeah. But maybe the dark horse, yeah? I'm going to go with a 25-yard strike from Lee Brown. Lee Brown? On, on the volley, all right? Right, I just, okay. I just got a feeling that the man wants to score a goal. I saw him take that shot against Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah. That and I thought, I thought he lined himself up well. He did, he did. Brownie, mate, made me proud. I reckon there's going to be... I'm going to put 50p on you to score. <laughs> because that's all I can afford. That's, yeah. a, that's a big bet. That's like someone putting on a score to honest, mate. So, yeah, Brownie, make me proud. 3-1 Pompey. That's my, that's my, that's my thing. Matt? Yep, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm with the 1-1. You're with the 3-1. Let, let's hope. Either or, you know, I'll be, I'll, t- I'll take either. So. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, so, Pompey fans, thanks for listening. Uh, follow us at Pompey News Now, at PO Forecast, at Puck Drop UK, at MCorrick87. Did I do those all right? Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Nailed and, it. And until now, until next time, even, play up Pompey. Pompey.